Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. And I was like, I'm going to be that negative bitch. You were? And then like halfway through, I was like, Arr! do you know who I am? <laughs> La Lola I actually cannot read the book. I feel like you're kind of in touch with the whole wild woman. I couldn't be proud of you. Like my whole life is about kids and even my adult interactions are about kids. My body and soul, information is the goal, trying to learn something new, without being disrupted, mind, body, and soul, information is the goal, trying to learn something new, without being disrupted, mind, body, and soul, inspiration is the goal. Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect, and one that celebrates life's interruptions. Hi, I'm Sarah. I started Book Interrupted and asked the closest people to me to be part of it. First, I asked my sister. Hi, I'm Meredith, the sister. My first friend. Hi, I'm Kim, the first friend. My old roommate. Hi, I'm Lindsay, the old roommate. My high school friend. Hi. I'm Kara, the high school friend. My good friend, and Kara's sister. That's me. Hi, I'm Leah, Sarah's friend, Kara's sister, and the final member of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from January 3rd to February 7th. It's Sarah's book cycle, which is mine. And the book we're reading is Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Picola Estes, Ph.D., Through storytelling, this book dives into the wild woman archetype and how it can be restored. If you'd like more information about Book Interrupted and our current book cycle, please go to www.bookinterrupted.com. Even though Women Who Run With The Wolves was published in 1992, this book is currently ranked number one in women's studies, folklore, and gender studies on Amazon.ca. It's featured in a 2019 article in the New York Times, also still appearing on social media feeds of women of all ages, and celebrities, musicians like Lana Del Rey, and it was part of Emma Watson's Digital Feminist Book Club in 2017. We contacted Indigo Books to find out Canadian sales over the past few years. Unfortunately, the sales department weren't able to provide sales numbers externally, as that is competitive information. But they did say that the book is a staple in most of their stores, which they said typically means they've had pretty steady and constant sales, despite the fact that it is more than 25 years old. Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. I actually cannot read the book. I have tried five times now. I think it is so, like, I cannot get into it. It's dense. I no, cannot. Leah's the same way. She's the exact same way. I'm so happy. Like, I'm like, I want to thought I would I'm never so happy. had you not made me. Like, I cannot. I think it's so wordy and so, like, oh, oh like, here's so one thing. Here's, like, 20,000 reasons why I'm trying to prove my point that does, oh, like, I just. I'm I, so relieved. I was worried I was going to be the only one who's like, I'm going insane. Don't worry. I'm going insane. I've tried five times. I've had to start over five times because I was like, I have no idea. I'm, I've stopped. Like, I read and I'm like, I don't know what I just read. I have to reread it. Like, yeah. oh, my right. God. I just. I'm 
Not yeah, Leah and I even had to come up with a game plan for Leah. We were talking the other day, and we're like, we had to come up with a way that she can get through the book. That's she, was like, she was like, all it says is, I am big, and I am little, and I am strong, <laughs> no. and I am weak. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh I love it. I want to I know. And Sarah's like, are you talking sorry, about I this book? Yeah. 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 I'm not even finishing it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I can't even also, do it. Oh I went from at the beginning being like, "This is so great, the symbolism, all my tarot cards, everything's related," and then like halfway through, I was like, <laughs> "I read it twice. I fucking love it." Sarah said it was okay, so I am moving yeah. up. Like, Me too. That's what Sarah likes this, so I'm no. trying really I hard. Know. That's funny that you guys say that because I pulled from like I one of my things I did for my research is I pulled from uh, the book people, like um, Litzy's social media and Goodreads social media and a library thing social media and put out comments, good, neutral, and bad. And the ones that are bad are like, I can't, it's so pretentious. Why can't you just use one sentence instead of a hundred for the same thing? And then other people that are indifferent were like, it's just too heavy for me right now. Like I, I liked it and I was into it. And I just can't finish it because it's like so heavy and I'm just done. I want something light. I'm moving to a lighter book or whatever. And then there's other people who are like, it changed my life. Yeah. I read it's it every Bible. five years just to refresh my life and stuff. So anyway, <gasps> it's so just good. interesting. It's like all the things that people said. But cool. Anyway. Very relieved. I thought it was going to be the. You're normal. I'm, so, I'm just so negative in life. And I was like, I'm going to be that negative bitch. You are? <laughs> no, you're, you're negative? Well, I'm the pessimistic. What's wrong with you is that you have no idea who you are. <laughs> well, I'm pessimistic, I think. Like, I'm usually like, to everything. <laughs> I'm an optimist, and I, most of the time, and I can't get through it. So I don't think it has to do with being negative. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just difficult book. Unless yeah. you're like really into that moment. I think it's a good moment of time when you're really. I know. Kara, this is so what you like need. Kara, I love it right so much. Too. Like Kara, the, Kara needs this book right now, people. <laughs> she is La Loba. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new nickname. La Loba. Yeah, that could be your nickname for this. Kara's La Loba. Literally the biggest mom. <laughs> I literally want to like make like cards and start handing them out to people. Do you know who I am? <laughs> La Lolaba. This is what Clarissa was talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's the river beneath the river. River. Oh, oh, my I'm gonna actually someone said that. I wonder if I use that comment. The river between the under the river. Because they were like, if she says that one more time, <laughs> this book. The river beneath the river. We get it. You don't have to say it over yeah. and over and over and over. That was one of the comments. And I, I don't like, think we can say it enough. I love it. <laughs> All right. So it's personal journal time. Let's see what the members of Book Interrupted thought outside the group. Okay. Women who run with the wolves. My book club choice. I love this book. As you read the stories, it ignites places in your life that maybe you've forgotten and your true nature, and it makes you listen to your instincts and being creative. And I think that, you know, the modern world 
you know, while living in the modern world, you forget about who you are. You forget all those things, you know, your wild nature. And you kind of get stuck, you know, in your roles. And this book helps women, you know, remember who they are, especially if they've forgotten. I bought this a few months ago, thought I would start to read it before we got into the groove of things. And this will be now my fourth attempt at trying to read Women Who Run With The Wolves. It's very dense. Printing is very little. <laughs> and I find it reads like a thesis. I I just can't get into it, no matter what I'm trying. Um, I think it has to do with the world that we live in right now, that with the pandemic happening, it, it's just really exhausting. I think most, most mentally and physically. I work at a restaurant and wearing a mask in the heat, serving people all the time is just exhausting. So, you know, when I'm not at work, I'm usually pretty tired and it's really difficult to focus on something that's so dense with so many words and, and doesn't seem to have a clear message or thought. I just can't, I just can't find it. And I, I do think that books come to you in the time that you need them sometimes or that you can connect with the book better when, you know, you're in the right frame of mind. And it's very difficult for me right now to be in that frame of mind. I'm going to give it another go for number four and see how I feel about it. If this was a normal day and I tried to pick up this or a normal world and I wasn't doing a book interrupted club, I would probably put this down and never pick it up again. Wish me luck. Back in the old trailer and the heater isn't working, so I'm all bundled up again. Trailer slash studio. Anyways, let's get to it. Personal journal. She's winning me over this, Clarissa. I was really kind of negative in the early pages. I'm about a third of the way through now, and these stories are really starting to resonate with me and give me some self-reflection to what what lessons to take away from it. Good intuition and good, brave speaking up. All right, see you later, alligators. I've put off recording this journal entry because honestly, it took me a really long time to get into the book. The first chapter was so dense and wordy and it seemed very repetitive and I just was worried that the rest of the book would be the same way. And uh, then I got into the first story of Bluebeard and it did seem very repetitive again, saying the same things over and over. I'm not usually the type to give up on a book though, uh, so I intend on finishing this book. And then I got to the story of Vasilisa the girl with the doll in her pocket. And that story I found very interesting. I did like the analysis of that story, and I can't appreciate what Clarissa's doing here. I'm very detail-oriented too, so she's breaking it down to these small little chunks. I still think it could be done in a more optimal way, but that's fine. So I'm going to give this book a chance. I'm, I'll, I'll see what the other stories are. I kind of wish what I really want is I want the Cole's notes. I just want point form. The old lady means this. The stepdaughters mean this. And I just want a book that's got just the stories in it, maybe some nice illustrations that you could go through the stories again. Because once you read all of Women Who Run With The Wolves, I don't think you have to go through the analysis again because it's uh, it's hard. But I'm going to give it a chance. I also had a hard time getting into this book because I, I don't like being categorized into a group, especially women do this and women think this. 
women experience this. And I do understand that because of our society that and the patriarchy that I live in, that women are treated a different way just because of how they look and who they are. But I don't like people saying how I'm supposed to act or feel because I'm a woman. I just, it just gives me an icky feeling, I guess. So I think going forward, I'm going to think of it more like a book about rewilding just humans. And when I think about it that way, it's uh, an easier pill to swallow. That's all. See you next time. And the book arrived, and uh, I read the front and back cover, the testimonials, table of contents, um, uh, everything at the back, the acknowledgments, and I, I was all in, as if I wasn't already. But I was thoroughly, like, it, it was game on. My goodness, you know, like Carl Jung, already on it. Joseph Campbell, I'm so there. Archetypes, my gosh, like... I just, it, it blew my mind, everything, um, energies of the psyche, psychotherapy and storytelling. I was like, are you kidding me? I almost couldn't actually even believe that this book existed and I had not come across it prior to this because it was so already up my alley. There was no advanced sort of research I felt I needed to do. I just, when the book arrived, it really just, gosh, like Clarissa is incredible, the author. You just find yourself like being drawn to her and not looking back. Like it just, it felt that fresh. Just something actually I'd been waiting for for my whole life. Those are my recollections, my reflections from beginning the journey with the incredible uh, Der Clarissa Pincola Estes. So, women who run with wolves, women who run with wolves. I am about a third of the way in. I'm actually on chapter six, finding one's pack, belonging as blessing. Ooh, the ugly duckling. Now I have been told by a fellow groupmate that this may be my story. So I guess I'll read it. However, I don't want to. All right, let's, where should I start? I began reading this story or this book and I really like the idea of La Loba, the wolf woman. I understand that. I also really liked... If there is but one force which feeds the root of pain, it is the refusal to learn beyond this moment. Love it. Highlighted it. Not much to say about it. Oh, here we go. This is represented in society. So this may support what I just said. Let's see. Among the cumulative tribe of masculine figures in a woman's psyche, whom Jungians called animus, there is also a Manui-like attitude, which finds and claims a woman's duality finding it valuable, courtable, and desirable, instead of devilish, ugly, and to be disdained. Skeleton woman story. So, makes sense to me. It is. No, the hymn for the wild man, Manui. I don't even remember that story. And that's the point here, is that I'm struggling to finish reading this book, and I am only a third of the way through. Two things have helped me. Number one, I happen to be on the chapter that my fellow group member, Kara, told me I may enjoy. So, I will read that because of Kara. And thank you, Kara. Then also my fellow groupmate, Sarah, mentioned that she has a friend who dives into the book and uh, just picks whatever story she feels like reading. And um, I like that too, because that makes it feel more like meant to be or, you know, kismet or synchronicity or whatever word. I'll read the story I'm meant to read when I read it. So that's how I will read this book. Formerly, I was like, I'm not reading it. The end. Because it is a little... Like, it's laborious, if that's a word. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, let's move on to the next story. So I will move on to the next story. Chapter six, the ugly ducking. The ugly ducking. The ugly duckling. 
Finding one's path. <laughs> Finding one's pack. Let's try again. Chapter six. Finding one's pack. Belonging as blessing. The ugly duckling. That's what I'm going to do next. And then I'll continue to pick and choose if I feel like it. But if ugly duckling is like as hard to read as the rest of this stuff, just because of the like verbal diarrhea, essentially, then I'm not going to go on. On the first third of Women Who Run With Wolves. Not happy. (laughs) Not enjoying it. Won't completely quit yet. And that is a actual like reversion from where I was because I was actually not going to read it at all. But I have two new keys to staying involved. They're very weak and flimsy though, so we shall see. This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. I need you to be quiet. I know that you love the granola so much, but I just want to finish this and then we can do something else. It's really hard to control the yum-yums, right? When you eat something yummy. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's try. I'll try to wrap this up and then you guys can yum-yum-yum all you want. Deal? <laughs> Okay, now I need you to stop the yum-yum. Are you ready? As I was saying. Guys, I need you to really say nothing. If you guys want to do other things today, I need to just finish this. Because I don't have any other time to do that. Okay? It's hard when your mom does something that is not about you. (laughs) Book interrupted. Well, first off, let's start. Let's do a positive, negative, positive sandwich. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) I'm really excited to be starting this process and like talking to y'all about a book. Um, it, like my initial first reaction on starting reading it was like, I was nervous. I was like, I'm going to have to get a thesaurus <laughs> nervous. Like I just like, that's a lot of adjectives and I don't know what some of them mean, but I'm, I, what I really loved was how mm, it's a real imagination sparker. Like, I don't know how everyone's brain works, but I have a really visual brain. So it, I, it really, like, made, made the little, like, music video in my brain go, which is always fun. So I really like that, like, it really got my, like, visual, like, I could imagine some of the stuff she's describing. Um, and it's, it's, it's a bit heavy for me, um, but these are great reminders to always, like, these are always good, like, reminders of just, like, being you. The one thing it personally, like, uh, dings on with me is, like, well, happily, I don't feel like I... No, this is going to sound bitchy. No, say it. Say I was going to say, happily, I don't, feel, I don't feel like I need this book right now. But that's not to say if you need this book right now that there's something wrong. I was going to say something similar, Leah. So, like... You no, know, it just, like, reads. It's, like, if you feel like like this is really speaking to you at this moment, which I like already accused care of. That sounds mean, You mean, <laughs> but I don't mean it in a mean way. I just felt like it's not my book for this minute. Uh, like uh, there's no way to get out of this fucking shit storm. I'm sorry. It's not- <laughs> but I'm not judging you guys. <laughs> You're I, needing I don't this. Want to hijack your section, but. No, no, no. I got nothing to say. 
Kara speaking and you speaking are also like voicing what's happening in my head. And so like Kara's experience is reflective of how books can come into people's lives at a certain time. And it's just like, yes, like my soul's awakened for me in my thirties, that was eat, pray, love. And the reason I know like this lesson is because I recommended it, obviously, right? Because I'm like, this is the best book ever. Like, read this book. It's so, like, it'll change your life. And then other people read it and they were like, me. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, but it had messages in it that I needed to hear at that time. And it, like, empowered me and, like, lit me up, right? And then, and I was thinking this, and I didn't want to say it to be so, like, presumptuous that, like, I know you. But for me, with you, you already appear to be more in touch with your wild side. And so I would, um, I would forgive you being like, I don't need this book because I'm already running with the wolves, bitches. Like, you know what I mean? Truly, I but there it's... are areas of my life where this in, um, but the one area that I'm really instinctually, I don't know, broken is, uh, parenting. And this one really like, because it's very feminine based really was like, you know what to do. You know what's right for you. You know what's right for your baby. Um, so that one, because I'm always lost in a sea of terrified on that topic, where yeah. I just feel like I, I assume or feel like other women just seem to instinctually mother in a way that's mothering. So just hide it <laughs> that I don't feel in touch with. And this, Everybody's yeah. freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Hide it but this book Bigger. helped me like really get in touch with like, yeah, like you can do this kind of instinctually. And I hope that more I read, the more maybe, maybe I do need the book. Yeah. Maybe you do. I would say, listen, I would say the same as KJ. Like I would say, so me reading the book also, it was like Kara, it was the right time. Like I, I'm just being a mom. I'm doing my thing here. Like, I don't have a job or anything. And then it's, right. Like, and then um, it like spurred being like, okay, well, I'm designing my house. So I really like that creativity part. So I thought, well, maybe I should take like a interior design course online, which I did. And then, but it ended up being here. But what it was, was I realized that I needed a creative outlet. I just didn't have one. And I felt like I was like, so this book like ignited my creativity, right? Yeah. So then that's how Book Interrupted came about because I was like, I need to do something creative. So, but that's what you do all day long, Leah. Like your job and your life is like art. So that's pretty awesome. So I, I agree with KJ. Like, I'm not saying 100% and you live on a farm. Like, I feel like you're kind of in touch with the whole wild woman Part, but I'm glad that there's something in the book that you feel like you're yeah so I can from. see where I could pull from and that's always exciting and um looking forward to finding out what it is okay so that's all I get to say so far and I'm gonna try and like maybe I'll try and like uh get my thoughts together about that topic without getting so into the weeds for the real deal okay cool yeah, like and it. I hope that I didn't make anyone what's feel the weeds? Kara, I'm talking to so you. So far, I'm enjoying it. Like, what's the weeds? Oh, like, just, you know, I don't, I just, well, only because earlier we were joking, I was saying, Kara, like, this is, I could totally see that Kara 
this is a great book for Kara. Also, like, just this is literally so a Kara Sarah book. Like the archetype queen, the Cosmo quiz queens. <laughs> like <laughs> they just love an archetype. So I was, was, was I, that brings me great joy. As soon as I opened it, I was like, man, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just because I know, like, I just know I you guys and your archetypes it cracks me up. <laughs> Let's dive in. Like, you guys need to get costumes together to do this podcast and be La Loba. Do a couple of bowls. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get some loincloths and some leather. And some ears. <laughs> yeah, ears. Just to uh, build on what I was saying before, um, one of the messages in the book that I feel is a strong one is, like, conforming versus not, versus not conforming. And, like... Um, so some people, okay. So, and so in, in relation to Leah, like I would genuinely, like generally, if I had to classify you into one or the other, I would say you're a nonconformist. So that is why you don't need to read a book that symbolically speaks to you about how it's okay to not conform because you're meant to be whoever you're meant to be. And then, uh, someone else like Kara or Sarah, I may, if I had only those two options, put them as conformists but not because it's a bad thing, but because I know that they're compelled to do a really good job. Like, and this is like, whenever I say something, the opposite doesn't mean that that's true for Leah. Like Leah doesn't give a shit, but it's like those positive things that come from being a conformist to those. Like I want to do a good job and I'm um, motivated by those outside forces that women who run run with wolves are saying like, you don't have to be. So my point is, whether you fall in, if there's only two categories of conformist or non-conformist, it's whether it's something that you actually want to do. Because many women's complaint is that um, that role of conforming to the the what's been constructed as your role and, and somehow having this yearning to not do it. And so in Kara's case, I believe this book is is operating as a tool to be like, providing that window into like, you don't have to, if you don't want to. And she's like, oh my gosh. And in on the inside, she's like, oh, I didn't think I had to, but no, but like, I was afraid that I did have like for whatever. Cause she's gotten that message and it has nothing to do with who she is as a person, whether she's good or bad or whatever. It's just how society, um, what's it called? Like societal roles or norms? Yeah, it was like a permission slip for me. Yes, yeah. Right? It was, it was, uh, it's okay you're allowed to listen to you because yes, yeah, somewhere along the line, I convinced myself I wasn't. So it was, it was like a breath of fresh air because it was not only a permission slip, but then the tools that came with it, it was like, by the way, now that you've given yourself permission, you're going to need to know how to navigate through this. Right. Right. And can I interrupt you, KG, for Absolutely. one second? I know like a lot of us are like, because I fucking, I'm like an oversharer. I kind of made my whole thing as a juxtaposition to Kara, but as a proud sister, Kara's like living it. She's like fucking actually living it. I don't, I'm don't, I couldn't be proud of you. Oh no, no, don't be <laughs> I don't, I'm so emotional. Sorry, I just got my period. <laughs> so I'm just like, um, oh my so God. proud of how you're finally doing what you want to do. It's amazing. Yeah. No, the crying podcast. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so emotional. <laughs> That's like the sweetest thing you've ever said to me because that was the reality that I didn't share was that I was going to kill myself. 
Like I didn't know how to conform anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do it. I just needed yeah. someone to say it was okay not to because I just wanted to be loved, right? Yeah. So fucking amazing. So like to wrap it up, I hated this book, but now Yeah. Maybe we're being too awful. I don't know. No, it made Sarah it made Sarah make this be it saved Kara's life <laughs> and see, right? Like all of these experience, like it's, it's generating this conversation, right? So I don't want to read it, but I want to be a part of this, right? So thank you to run with wolves for that. And this is actually like what it's all about, depending on where you are and what you need from it. I love it. Like it's like, that was just so powerful and important. And so good for you for oversharing. Good for you for being <laughs> like, Awesome. Just awesome. So yeah, I don't like, but I like all of this. <laughs> oh, you're going to need to edit that out, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't look cool. soft on a podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, you're just going to need to get uh, that right. Might just be that. No. <laughs> like, yeah, that. that's it. That's it. Everything that's else is gone. Just and me crying. <laughs> For real. Uh, that was so lovely. Yeah, that was. Can I make a comment about Kim's comments? Yes. Actually, Mm -hmm. I really like what you said about um, the conforming and not conforming. Because I think like part of my identity is like, I I think that if I was born a couple of decades later, I would say I identified more as male. And I don't like the female stereotype and for a lot of it, I will not conform to it <laughs> because I don't like pigeonhole, being pigeonholed into this mold, um, which is why, you know, it's hard for me when the kids are like, why are you waxing your legs? And I'm like, it's the style or it's the fashion. But mm-hmm. at the same time, why am I waxing my legs? I hate, <laughs> it's like, I hate the expectation or if I go to a friend's place and they're, uh, they apologize to me. I'm sorry I didn't shave my legs. I'm like, why? I don't care if you have hair on your legs. Like, it's your it's your body. It's interesting because, uh, like, I only started this book like Leah. I'm only starting chapter two. But I like what it was saying is, like, reminding you, like, uh, to be in touch with yourself. Because as I get older and honestly a little socially isolated as a, as a stay-at-home mom, like, my whole life is about kids. And even my adult interactions are about kids. I like, now I'm feeling emotional. <laughs> no, it's good that you just. Because it's natural. Get it out. Because it is natural. Yes. Do it. Um, but then she's like, you need a creative outlet and stuff. I'm like, yes, I do. Like, I can't sit down to the piano with the kids home because they won't. Like, I can't because they will play it instead or I can't play the guitar at their home. And then started listening to this music I used to listen to when I was younger. And very much like, I'm not going to conform to you people. And uh, I don't know, it just like reminded me who I am. And it's awesome. And I don't know if this book is going to do it for me. I find it very dense and heavy. But it was nice to be like, yeah, you need a, like, I think I would like the Coles notes. Find an mm-hmm. artistic outlet. It's good for you. <laughs> you know, like, uh, whatever. Listen to your instincts. Things yeah. like that. So. All the time in high school, you so were like never that. conformist. Like right? in high school, you, yeah, we all kind of did, but especially you, you were like, I'm not going to do anything that anybody wants me to be like. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, 
no shampoo, no shampoo. You were like the first non-conformist. Yeah. And yeah. I think really? you've just explained you're approaching this book in true old Meredith style. Yeah. In that it, you're following the lead of, so what? So you don't fucking get through the book. But look where it has led you and you listened. That's right, like I'm remembering who I am, like I already am. But, you know, you get, especially when you're feeling a little isolated, you kind of lean towards that conform because humans want to be part of a group and blah, blah, blah. You know, all you that social animal goals. thing that we'll learn all about in Sapiens. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I yeah. can't wait to read that one. Can I say something to you that... Um, I think also being the only non-mother of the group um, makes a big difference too, because I have a ton of time to do my creative stuff. I have a ton of time to, I've, you know, I travel and I do this and I do whatever. Like I don't, I think also like I just started reading this book as well. Um, and I'm only a couple chapters in and I just, it's also not the right time for me for this book because I've never really felt like I had to be a certain way or I've always done my creative things. I'm always painting or drawing or I'm learning guitar or I'm writing a book or I'm doing whatever. But also I just have the time to do that. And I think that you all as parents, I, you know, it's hard because you have somebody to take care of all the time. And, you know, Laird and I, I have Laird to take care of, but we kind of do our thing. And sometimes he'll be doing something creative and I'll be doing some creative together. But so I just think that also, and, and this, from what I've read at the beginning, really does talk a lot about mothers and stuff. And so for me, that's not connecting as well because, you know, I'm not. So um, I don't know how everyone else feels about that, but I think that being parents does make it harder for you to, um, to feel like you can be a nonconformist. Yeah, because like what you're saying is totally true. And so you have the freedom right now right? And we all have varying degrees of freedom, but the way that our freedom becomes restricted is when we take on another role. So we all have taken on the role of mother, right? And so when you get to the point like Sarah and Meredith, I think are explaining, obviously, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have given that, like that as a stay-at-home mom, that becomes like your main role, and so if you're not careful, that can be your only role. And when you're given a role, that doesn't take into account who you are or what you want or anything else. You're playing this role. And so and obviously both of them are uh, high functioning women. So they want to play their role really, really well. And so, again, this book reminds you, like, it's OK also to be yourself while you're performing that role you know, and you have roles too, like you said, as Laird's girlfriend or as a waitress or as uh, the things you prioritize as an artist. And so the other thing too, that's hard is like when you have kids, it's like for somebody else. So you have it with Laird a little bit, but you still obviously as an independent woman, like can completely be an independent woman if, if you were to test that boundary. Right. But with your kids, you're either neglectful <laughs> or you know the boundaries are protested you're like okay you need me I must be here for you or whatever right so the role just it becomes that much more restricting and so I totally agree with what you say and like by no like fault of our own and it's society too it's how society defines the role and in this day and age the role of mother is very strict 
yeah. Whereas before it was like, you know, feed your kids and set them free for the day and then make sure that they're home for dinner or whatever. And now it's like, never leave your kids and make sure they have the best activities and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So that's it. So period. <laughs> Although I just want to say, I, even back in the day, like Schweitz has never been a conformist. Like you just haven't been like different from Meredith. Right. Right. Different from Meredith where she's like, carry armpits and stuff, but more like, don't put me in a box. <laughs> you know, like, you know, anyway, so. You want to see? They're very hairy right now. Let's all see. Whoa. Hey, impressive. You're like, you like this. <laughs> you like it? It's so true though, Ash Schweitz, you always have been you have like, you do have the non-conformity for sure, but you do it, yeah, just in a different way than Meredith, for sure. Less yeah. in your face. <laughs> Final thought, the magic of women who run with wolves has been experienced by each one of us in a different way. And it, and, and it, you didn't even have to read the book is the best part. Like the book <laughs> itself is just like this magic little tool that is just by introducing it into our lives. In varying degrees, it has like awoken our selves, right? And so whether you read it or not, like the magic has happened. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. S-E-X. Sex. Ted. Yeah. So <laughs> we got options. Here? Just saying. What was the happiness was like a bullet in the back? I have a good enough life. So why the fuck do I have this gun barrel pointed at myself? He is super sensitive. He cries at mo- more movies than I do. She says it's about breaking out of whatever prison you've allowed yourself to live in. Welcome to the club, Clarissa. <laughs> like I already knew. <laughs> This whole process, if we keep reading books like this, is going to end in, like, divorced women's book club. Book interrupted.